Welcome back to another episode of Shea Saturdays. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? I hope that despite the world still crumbling, uh, that everyone is still holding it together and keeping it sane. Um, I've been trying to do that on my side and it's been interesting. It's been like a mix of of things. Uh, I still suck at taking my media breaks. I have not taken a true, true media break yet, but I think I will get there. I think I'm going to get there at some point. I'm going to be like, you know what? I should like July 1st make a, like, this is it. I'm gone for the month <laughs> and I'll still post, uh, Shay Saturday's episodes, but I think I, I really, I really should take a break. I feel like the reason why I haven't taken a true break yet is because I want to be in the know. Like, I don't want it to be a thing where I completely unplug and then I don't know what's happening around me. I still think I should be aware, but I need to, I need a break. And if you need a break, please do not hesitate to take a break from the fucking media, to take a break from the news, to take a break from your family who's talking about things nonstop, especially if you're black. Like, everyone's like, oh, you need to be in tune. You need to be this. And I, I, like I said, I feel that way too, but I do think that sometimes we owe it to ourselves to unplug and unwind and relax. We don't really get to escape a lot of the shit uh, because it's in the media, because our families are talking about it, because it's casual conversation on the street. When I'm passing people, I hear conversations and they're like, oh, it's all the favorite thing with all this going on. That's like the phrase. Uh, and so I, I hear it all the time. So I'm, I'm not going to fully escape it, even though I'm like, no media. But people around me are still saying it. So, yeah. New things have happened in my life. I am moving. I am moving again. And hopefully this is the this is going to be the last time I move for a while. I, as you guys know, I moved back to New York last year. And I am still, I'm still living in New York. I'm living right outside of the city. I've learned so much about what I want to do and where I want to be and how I want to set up my life ultimately. And I'm 25, so I feel like this is the perfect time for me to start getting a grip on what what needs to be done. And since we've been, well, the state has been opening back up in phases, but that whole time we were in quarantine or like work from home, that whole phase that we had uh I learned a lot about myself about the people around me like mad shit came to a head and I learned that I don't actually want to live in New York City anymore that's one of the biggest things I learned and I thought that was when I came back that was like my main goal was to find my way back into the city and now I feel like I'm more so, I still want to work in the city, but just more so come back to the burbs after and have a quiet life. Even though my background right now is a little, all right, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, I've been looking at that through quarantine. So I am moving still within the burbs, but I'll be working in the city for sure. And that's it. That's that's like the, the newest thing for me is starting another transitional period again. <laughs> Some days I'm really like 
annoyed by 20s the 20s um hardships and the thing is we think that we're not gonna go through some of the things that um like our our people tell us like i have older people who have told me like yeah tony's is gonna be a little tough like you're gonna be figuring shit out you're gonna be doing this doing that and figuring out necessary steps and at a point i felt like i had adulthood uh down pat and i was like yeah i'm fine don't even I'm good. I done went and got my degree. I'm working in my field. I'm, I'm, I have my own place. I'm doing that. Like for a second, you feel like you got to figure it out. <laughs> and then life definitely, uh, throws you off. I have other episodes where I'm talking about me being in a transitional period and now I'm in another one. And at first I was just like, damn, like how many of these shits am I going to go through? Like, what the hell? Like, can can I just have a nice coast? But I love, in retrospect, of course, I kind of like these, uh, these hard periods of time. Right now, going through it is like, nah, can we end it? Can we be done? But when you look back at it, you realize, and I just spoke to Nye recently, and we realized, like, a lot of the things that have happened uh, so far this year, they needed to happen. They needed to you sometimes you do need a little bit of a fire under you to keep you like on your toes and so that's what I've been learning but yeah this is I'm currently in another transitional period and y'all are probably tired of hearing me saying that but as long as I'm in my 20s I think not even just 20s I think without like within uh adulthood there's gonna be a lot of transitional periods like always something difficult to go through or new or tweaked because a lot of the times it's our interactions with people and we can't control how people react to us what people do to us we can't control any of that and so that's something that causes a transitional period so for example right now the transitional period that I'm going through is partly because of my mind changing uh, my thoughts are, are changing, but also it's because of outside forces. And I'm, I'm not saying that to blame. Don't ever like, unless someone makes it so that you literally physically cannot do something, you cannot fully blame them for anything. Um, so my thing is, I'm not saying like, it's totally their fault. It's not totally their fault, but they did play a role. And that's something that I, I'm learning to separate. Because I feel like when we're younger, we're always saying like, oh, it was this person's fault that this didn't work out. It was this person's fault that this happened. And we like to blame. We like to divert. And it's easy. It's easy and it feels good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's easy and it feels good to just not take the blame. To just put it on somebody else. And accountability is fucking hard. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And I'm someone who who tries to be accountable all the time, uh, who always wants to hold other people accountable. Like, that's my thing. But it's hard. And a lot of people have a hard time uh, being accountable, accepting accountability. And that's all part of this shit. (laughs) It's all part of it. There's just so many, there's so many lessons to learn uh, in adulthood. And I'm only five years old in adulthood years. Actually, I don't even think, I think... Truly, adulthood didn't start until about 23, and I'm 25, so I want to say I'm two years old in adulthood, and so you you are starting over. You are definitely starting over in the way that 
you understand things, you're starting over in the way that you experience people, if, if any experience in the past with the opposite sex, and maybe a little bit different now, like my experience with men has, it has completely changed. <laughs> it has completely changed and taken like, it's like complete. it's completely different than me dealing with men in college when I was like 19, 20, um, playing around. And even now, not to say that I don't play around, but like, you know, trying to be a little bit more serious. Um, you notice all of those changes. So what I want to say is bear with yourself and then ask. I also am asking God to, I've been asking God to bear with me, but I know he's putting me through these things because I have set out on a journey to be this optimal woman, to be this person and I think you cannot be that unless you go through some trials and tribulations you cannot be like I don't think you can be this optimal woman this uh, like master teacher of a person unless you have dealt with some experiences and so I know that the experiences that I go through are not favorable for me but I do know that they serve a higher purpose I know that so I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to be patient with myself. So that's that would be my advice to you. Be patient to yourself. Be patient with yourself. And allow allow God or your ancestors or your your the universe, whatever you feel, um, allow it to move you in the way that you gotta be moved. And the way that you gotta be moved. Cause I feel like I've read a lot of things and People have said, like, the destination is always there. It's just what route you're going to take there. So you get to choose. Here's a motorcycle. It's on the way. I can hear him up the block. Come on. Pull up on us. Pull up on us at 7 a.m. Motorcycle. I don't get it. It's between. I'm going to get to the fucking fireworks, too, y'all. <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, the destination is always the same. It just depends on what what route you take. And the route that I took, the routes, routes, more than one, routes that I've taken so far have been very interesting. And I'm just hoping that in the future, as I get older, as I gain more wisdom, um, as I talk to more people, as I learn more, that I begin, I begin to take routes that are, that are a lot more favorable. And of course, I think that's something that just comes with age. That's it. So I'm being, I'm being very easy on myself. I am excited about the move. I am excited about being in a new space and focusing on like getting shit in order in that space. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a difficult time, but it's an exciting time as well. Um, and I, it takes a lot of patience, which y'all know. I have probably said this in the past. I am not a very patient person. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's it sucks because it's, I know it's my it's my life lesson. I don't know if you guys have sat down and thought about like what is my life lesson? What is something that I need to need to need to learn in this life? And for me, like for me, I've decided that the thing, the ultimate thing I need to learn is patience. 
And every single time I get tested. Every single time, every single time. But it's a journey. This whole thing is a journey. If you were happy, like, I'm okay, this is gonna sound really kind of fucked. But if you had accomplished everything and reached your optimal happiness and checked off all your checks, and right now at 25, imagine me checking off all my checks, crossing all my T's, dotting all my I's, everything is complete at 25. What is what else is there to to go for? What else is there to go for? Of course, you can make new goals, but I like the idea of every little bit of progress gets you to your destination. So be patient with yourself, please, especially during this time. I know a lot of us are not working. Um, I know a lot of us are like thinking about a lot of. A lot of things a lot of things like I know people who are thinking about um, the job market and whether or not it just makes sense to go back to school and get a grad degree do that if you want to if you can Um, people who are afraid about like what's gonna happen in this country and I'm just talking in terms of corona I'm, ter- I'm talking just based on that, which is already scary enough to deal with because it is something that is very, very important and very, very, um, like, yeah, just very important, but people are acting like it's not a, that big of a factor. Um, people are arguing that they don't want to wear masks, that they can't breathe, that the whole shit. And cases are going back up we obviously looks like we're going to be going into a second wave like it's just there's so much going on just with that alone just with that alone and then we have the we we are literally in the middle of a historical moment um dealing with the pandemic dealing with uh a depression dealing with racism head-on again uh, and we, we've done this in the past, but there's so many things that are surfacing. Um, deaths by the police that have happened almost a year ago with Elijah. I just found out this morning. That shit happened almost a year ago. Um, George Floyd, of course, which seems to be the kickoff of all of this um, civil unrest. And it's just been a lot. I'm like heavy thing talking about it. Um, it's been a lot this year. And it is hard to focus on one thing. It's hard to focus on yourself. It has been hard for me. Uh, but it, I do think that there is something that we can all get through. Please remember that Corona is still a thing. Do not give up on that. Do not just go out all free and think that you don't have to wear a mask around people. Um, yeah. And then for everything else, we it's just a thing that we're going to have to wait and see unfold. Um, in the last episode, I did say that we're going to have to prepare for a bigger evil. And I, I still feel that way. Um, and that it's been showing on top of that because... Recently, we've seen that there have been some lynchings and a lot of the lynchings have been, I think all of them actually have been declared suicide, um, which I, 
feel how, I mean, it's up to you to make your decision on whether or not you believe that, obviously. Um, but like I said before, they will, I know that there will be things that they will do and be able to strategically cover it up. Um, whether they think we're, we're dumb or not, they're still going to try to cover it up, do what they got to do. Um, so yeah, it's a, there's a lot going on and that's not even to, I'm talking about just things that are outside of you. I'm only talking about things that are outside of you being a lot. That's not even to count the things that are inside of you, the internal battles that you have to deal with on a day to day. Um, so it's, it really is a tough time. Obviously, if you need to talk, you can DM me. I'm cool with it. Um, if you got here through my Instagram, then you know my Instagram. And if you got here some other way, then my Instagram is Shay's Life and Picks. Um, and my name on it is C Angel. And there's also a Shay Saturdays page. So if you will need to hit me up, you just need to vent, you need to talk, um, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's been, we know that there's been a lot of call for actions. So if you are, you should be signing petitions. I think the petitions are the easiest way for you to just go ahead and support and put your, I guess put, put valid, not validate. What am I trying to say? Okay. I think that would be the best way for you to contribute. Yes, contribute, but not if you don't want to be on the front lines. If you can't be on the front lines for whatever reason, sign the petitions that you see going around. um, And then definitely just, yeah, sign the petitions. Sign the petitions. At least, at least sign the petitions. Um, everything else, sometimes I know people are a little bit uncomfortable with sometimes, but sign the petitions at least. No one's even going to know that you signed them. I've signed a shit ton of petitions. Um, and then after you sign one, they also put up other ones so that you can just one click sign them as well. So there's no excuse for you not to sign any petitions. At least that's the least you can do. If you, um, support black lives matter, if you are supporting, um, like there's one for George Floyd, there's one for um, Ahmad. There's I think his name is Ahmad. I may be saying his name wrong, and I apologize. Um, there's one for Breonna Taylor. Uh, actually, can I just say on the Breonna Taylor subject, can we stop making memes of Breonna Taylor? Can we stop? Like for real? I don't think it's funny i don't think it's cute i don't think it's grabbing fucking awareness because you're making it a joke um there have been so many memes of brianna taylor there have been like caps someone has made fucking dad hats saying um like arrest brianna taylor's murderers memes that are like oh what time is it time to arrest brianna taylor's murderers and Black women are not a fucking meme, okay? We're not. We're not a fucking meme. Stop saying that. Stop putting all these little Breonna Taylor's murderers need to be convicted. Stop putting that on the goddamn pictures. It's not... You take away the seriousness of the situation, I feel like. And on a 
even deeper, just me like looking and seeing what the fuck people are putting up. Nobody else got a fucking meme. Y'all didn't, there was no meme for George Floyd. There was no meme for Elijah. People have made pictures of Elijah. Yes. Cartooned him playing his violin for kittens because that we know that's what, that's the story we know of him to be of his nature, but no memes. So treat black women's lives as intense as you treat black men lives. Breonna Taylor is not a fucking meme. Treat her the same way. I want the same intensity. The same intensity. Because it's not... Obviously, it's been brought to light that it's not just black men being killed. And we know that. We've been knew that. But I don't like that when it comes to Breonna Taylor, there's a meme. And if it was George Floyd, maybe because he was killed in public. Because, of course, people... When it's done in public, people have a little bit more. They feel it a little bit more. Maybe it's the fact that she was killed in her bed that y'all are not taking this as serious. But I think, in fact, it should be taken... I'm going to say it's gonna. it should be taken a little more seriously. That she wasn't even doing shit. But staying in her... She was in her crib. And it's. I don't think it's been met with the same intensity. I don't think it's been met with the same uprise i understand that we are the fight that we're fighting right now is for all people but at the same rate i didn't see no memes for george no memes in fact there was a video of a girl she said uh she said you better stop before um george floyd your ass y'all canceled her real quick And I get it. It's not a funny joke. That's what I mean. It is not. None of this is a joke. None of it is a joke. Stop making the fucking memes about Breonna Taylor. She's not a meme. Plain and simple. She is not a meme. And y'all did not have that energy for the black man being killed. And I just, I don't think it's fair. And everyone wants to talk about, um, the plight of black women but y'all gotta back that shit for real. In real life. You can't just talk about we need justice for her, say her name, and then be memeing a person like that. It that it just doesn't work. Um so yeah, please stop doing that shit. Please stop. Please. This shit is not funny. It's not. Not at all. And actually it hurts because for me watching I feel like when black men are watching this movement, they they have a sense of security and and faith that if something happens to them, that the community is going to go up for them, that the community will bring up a case, even if even if something had happened to them months ago, that some it will surface and we will still fight for them as hard. Black men have that confidence, not that they should. It's the wrong thing to have confidence about, trust me, because like this is in the event of my death that I feel like I have that confidence. But I don't think black women have that same that same confidence in their people that if something should happen to them, that black men are gonna go out in droves and and go up for them. We know we 
how many times we have to do say her name? And we there's a counter argument all the time. And I think it, for me, I, I've been just ignoring it a little bit. But then seeing the memes really hurt. Seeing the memes hurt the most. And the first thing I thought was like, they would never do that shit to George. They would have never done that. Never done that. Never. Granted, they did post pictures of George Floyd being killed and the video was circulating. And that is also further demonizing and desensitizing us as well. But I I just, plain and simple, I just want black women to be met with the same thing and not a fucking meme. That's it. That's all. Um, wow. All right, so, whew, okay. I'm going to do a music review. All right, I'm back and I'm good. I just, I really need to take a second just because things get heavy. These things are heavy to talk about. And I feel like for the past like episodes of Shea Saturdays, I've been taking it very easy, but now I now I have a platform to talk about shit, and so I feel like I should just let it rip, and so I did. Um, but there's an intense feeling I get each time. It's very choking. Um, choking? Does that make sense? No. I got choked up, basically. I just need a second, um, but I am going to do a music review. So I I listened to myself finally. I stuck to my word. Be proud of me. And I listened to uh, Chloe and Haley's Ungodly Hour, which came out like a couple of weeks ago. I I love them. <laughs> I love them. Like before I even listened to the album, I wanted to know a little bit more about them. So I just went and saw like some of the past um things that they've done i didn't listen to a past album yet but i went to see some of the things that they've done i went to learn about them a little bit more you know as much as you can because you can only get what they what they give out on the internet and so i just i love their sisterhood so much i love it and a lot of the things that i was seeing was you know like them bigging each other up like on like little instagram live videos uh, in terms of like their body, they've been bigging each other up in terms of their talent. Like, and I love to see that. I love to see that. I've always wanted, uh, a sister. And of course, Nye is like the closest I have to like sisterhood. Um, and I have other friends as well, of course, that are like sisters to me, but in terms of like a big sister, little sister dynamic, it's Nye. I love to see that and I love to feel that. Like, it's just, it's amazing to have someone who can be on this journey with you. And the fact that they're both, like, they're a group makes me even more happy. And then seeing the love that they just speak, like, so pure of each other. So nice of each other. It's like, oh, it's like a warm blanket. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a warm, a warm blanket. Um, so I did listen to Ungali Hour. And I've learned that Chloe does a lot of the, oh, am I mixing them up? Oh my God. I think it's Chloe. Chloe's the older one, I believe. 
it's Chloe who does a lot of the production work. And I was I heard that and I was like, okay, this makes me even more excited to listen to Ungodly Hour. But I waited. And then when I finally put it on, I was like, wait, intro is really and intro is only 30 seconds. Less than 30. It's like 28 seconds. I was like, wait, intro is really nice. And then the way intro goes into forgive me, I was like, hold up. If this is something she produced, like, and they're young, Chloe and Haley, I, I'm, they're young. So for her to be producing like this at such a young age, and obviously they just can only go up from here. The vocals are on point. Like, <laughs> okay, so Chloe's 21 and, oh, they're only a year apart. Okay, Chloe's 21 and Haley is 20. Yeah. And they're producing music like this and they're they're babies? What? They're babies? That makes me so happy to see. So I was really I was really hyped to hear that first transition. Just hearing that first transition, I was like, nah, they have so much to do. Like I just it made me happy. And then obviously do it is the single that they dropped which i told you guys that i loved so much i liked tipsy ungodly hour i liked catch up i think i only like i didn't really like catch up as a song too much but i think i liked it because sway lee was on it and it's the only um it is the only feature that they have on the album which i think is bold when artists put one feature i feel like they have to be very specific about that feature because you you can have a whole album and it's just you and it's trash and it's like, all right, fine. It's, this is your album. It's just you and it's trash. So no big deal. But if you are just, if it's just you on the album and you have a feature, one feature, one solo, one, 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 one feature, you can make or break your fucking album. <laughs> you can make or break it because... The feature could be so bad that it throws everything off, that it, you know, it may not flow. So it's like if Taylor Swift, right, had an album, she has her whole album. Then she decides she's going to do one, one feature, one feature. And then she decides that that feature is going to be Chief Keef. And the song doesn't even sound right. It's like her singing in the tune of Teardrops on My Guitar. And Chief Keef is like doing verses from Love No Thotty. And it doesn't mix. On the other hand, your feature could be so good. <laughs> your feature could be so good. That one feature you decided could be so damn good that everyone overlooks the rest of your album. That's what can happen. Oh, did you hear this song from this album? And the only, it's the only song that, that has somebody else. And no one's paying attention to the fact that you've put so much into composing the rest of this album with you and you and you alone. Or you and, of course, producers and stuff. That one feature can make or break the album. However, when it came to this, I feel that the feature was not it wasn't bad 
it wasn't bad. It, I didn't think that they needed a feature. That's just my personal. I thought that they were... This whole album is popping. I don't think they needed a feature. However, the feature does not fuck up the album. And I love that. I love that. I think toward the end of the album, I'm going to keep it 100. Toward the end of the album, I started to get... You know what? <laughs> this is funny. Actually, at the point of Overwhelmed, which is like a little interlude, um, that's when I started to not be so interested. I think it was right after the feature. The feature, I was like, all right, this is good. And then Overwhelmed, I was like, this is really nice. And then toward the last like four songs, I was just like falling off, which I'm okay with as well. I am okay with an album that starts off really strong and starts to fade um, toward the end. I'm okay with that because there was intro, forgive me, baby girl, and then do it, do it with the single that they dropped. So there were, there are two songs before do it, the single, and then there are two songs after, well, three songs after before the feature. I'm just looking at the setup of the, of the album. Even if you make it to do it, you know, you like do it because you heard the single and then you decide to give it a little bit more after you make it halfway through the album at least that's what i'm that's the my thinking if i don't even know if that makes sense um but wonder what she thinks of me is the second to last song and i thought it was really pretty only because of Haley's voice and i love also that their voices don't mesh into one you can when they're singing they sound really great together but you can tell you can tell the difference between who's singing and wonder what she thinks of me I really really loved how pretty Haley's vocals were and I think that uh you know what imagine I'm saying all this shit and I'm wrong and it was actually Chloe <laughs> oh that's not the case but that could be um I sounded like Haley but also in that song wonder what she thinks of me I'm hearing siren. I'm I'm getting siren vibes. And I know that uh, Haley was supposed to be or is going to be. I don't even know if it's confirmed. But she's going to play the Little Mermaid. And when I hear Wonder What She Thinks of Me, I'm hearing a siren. I'm hearing someone who's calling me to the sea. And so I love that little, um, that mesh. And like, this is something that she might play that, you know, people were trying to shit on her for for trying to like I guess they didn't want a black little mermaid um but she sounds I heard siren sounds so that makes me happy and I actually hope that she does play the mermaid because I'm gonna go watch it and y'all should go watch it too because we are supporting black women obviously and you should listen to ungodly hour I personally do not think that it's an album that I can play all the way through however maybe after a third listen there's a chance that I will listen to more of it um, but the upper half of the album right before the feature is really great. It's really great. I really love it. And I love them together. I'm going to get into more of them because once I've seen like their, their sisterly dynamic, I was sold. I was like, oh my God, y'all is so cute. That is so cute to have. And they were like, there was a video I saw of them and they're like twisting, uh, Chloe is twisting Haley's uh, locks because they both have locks. And that, I just looked and I'm like, y'all probably bonded over that for so long. Like, 
the fact that you guys both have locks and obviously locks um does need to be maintained a certain way like y'all they probably like connected over that and i'm not gonna say they probably never had sibling rivalry because obviously but wow the connection that we we see through them like between them at least like what we see in the public i love that and I, I hope to, that it keeps up. I hope they don't get involved with none of these little Hollywood boys. Like, go get you a regular boy, please. Um, and then just be careful that he's not mix, he's not mixy or anything or messy. Uh, but I don't want them. I don't want no these little Hollywood boys touching them. So I hope there's no, there's nothing. I'm wishing them all the best, all the best, all the best, all the best for Chloe and Haley, all the best that they can possibly receive in this entire world. And for every black woman, on top of that, if you're a black woman, I'm wishing for you to have every possible thing that you want in this entire life. As long as it's great for you. That's it. That's it. And that's it for my music review. (laughs) Thank you for listening thus far. Thank you for taking a break with me. Um, Thank you for understanding me. If you you understood what I was saying in um, in the earlier parts of this episode... And we gonna get through this. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. We.